this morning's sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. That leads us to this email. John, I know you stand by abortion. And I do too. But something goes unsaid. And that's a man's abortion rights. Oh, here we go. Lady seatbelt on. Calm down. I feel that if a man doesn't want a child that they conceived, a baby, whether, and he spelled weather like the rain and snow rather than the right way, whether it be a broken condom or free stuff or whatever, He should be able to go to court and request an abortion because we live in a world now where if a man wants one and a woman doesn't, he signs over rights. He still has to pay for the child. I need your thoughts. Signed, Christian Muzzy. Now, first off, the minute I read your name, I giggle hysterically and don't care about your letter. The body of your letter doesn't matter the second I hear that you're not allowed in England because if you say the word Muzzy in England, you go to jail. It's a terrible slur. It's like having the N-word for the last name. You have to change your last name if you ever left the States. Christian Muzzy makes everybody so uncomfortable. Packy and Muzzy make them nuts. It sounded like he converted. <laughs> Maybe he is. Maybe he's just a real funny Muslim. The Muzzy. Anyway, Mr. Muzzy, uh, you'll be surprised to hear that my stance on abortion remains the same, however... You know the rules. You can't complain after the fact. It's a woman's call, right? It's a lady's call. Yes. So whether you want it or not, it's still her call. That doesn't mean that uh, that that's the way it is. And so that's the way society set it up. So you have to live with those rules. Just because you want it to be a certain way uh, doesn't mean that it's going to be. So... You uh, accept, radically accept this situation and say, I don't want to get somebody pregnant. I need to be more careful because I don't have a say. I disagree with not having a say, but I don't have one. So you have to accept that. You can't. I don't think you should ever go to court and force a woman to have an abortion either, but still. I think you should go to Dr. Lynn right away. Right. If you're worried about pregnancy, there's a solution. Dr. Lynn. Broken condom. Whatever you're doing with that pre-stuff you were talking about. Yeah. Getting someone pregnant is... Now the ball is out of your court. You've lost control of the situation, and that's your fault. So, Mr. Muzzy, who anything you email, Mr. Muzzy, I will answer because I always help the Muzzies. You know, Brady, I've been a fan of that Muzzy group for yes. a long time. This family of Muzzies that bugs me all the time. Christian Muzzy. What a name. <laughs> it's a slur. But yeah, you can't do that. It's uh, the, the comparison of, of saying... Uh, and what about the other way? Well, I demand her to have it. You can't do that. Yeah. You have to... Here's the thing. You have to know what you're dealing with before you jab it. Yeah. It's one of the, the key questions on a date or on a night out drinking. 
Like, what are your what's your stance on abortion? Before you do anything, like, hold on, before we get into this, I need to know how you feel about abortion. And women, you need to do the same. Because if you got some lunatic screaming that he, he's going to take you to court and demand you have one, or vice versa, you're going to have a nightmare in your hands. So you got to be on the same page there before that. I know that kills a lot of uh, spontaneity between the good Catholic and the uh, whore. But the good Catholic isn't a good Catholic. If that's where he draws the line. Yeah, I hosed her. Yeah, I, I filled her up with a cream pie. But the Lord says abortion is wrong. <laughs> like, wait a minute. That ain't working for anybody, Christian Muzzy. I think God is is telling me something we have to have. He would frown on this abortion. Well, he would have frowned on you turning her over in the shower and trying to put it in her butt, too, but it didn't seem to slow you down that day. I think the Catholics... That's been lifted for a while, right? Abortion? Because, well, why was, no, no, they were saying uh, birth control, even using it. Well, I think they... Well, they, were, they were... It's frowned on. I don't think they're really like... They're the, not they're handling, saying don't pro- use uh, prophylactics. They're not handling well, that. I think they've changed that. Eh, I don't think they're changing it so much as they just don't talk about it like they used to. I'm pretty sure the every sperm is sacred thing still lives on. Like it's all for procreation. And abstinence. Love. Yeah, abstinence is their thing. If you're going to do it, be smart. But don't. That's their rule. They're not going to start going, here's some condoms. They're not. That's what they've been pitching about for hundreds of years. They're not giving it. But yeah, that's the way it is. It just is. You may not like it. It just is. And if you've got a chick that wants to have babies like crazy, run. Run. If you don't want babies. Because when she gets pregnant, she's keeping it. And then you're on the hook. And you should be. And if she... And if you feel like I'm going to go to court and demand an abortion, you're Mengele, man. That's not right. That's horrible. You impregnate her, you be a man, and you take that next step. And But also, keep your fingers crossed that she's on your team and she's going to get herself a graham cracker and some Sprite and everything will be okay in a couple of weeks. It sounds like Christian Muzzy's going through a thing. He's got a girl on his hands that's not complying with what he thought. I thought you were cool. And again, if you're a girl who gets knocked up because your religious beliefs say you can't get an abortion, mm, you skipped the first part. God didn't like you taking all that seed to begin with. Now you're going to start kneeling at the altar? I don't think that's Horrible choice to make. What, the abortion? Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. But still, let's not bring God into it. Once, right. you, once you opened your legs and took all that seed... And then suddenly you're, you know, Mother Teresa. Well, then we're going to get married. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're going to do the right thing. Like what we should have. Well, it's too late to do that. Always know when you're naked with somebody how they feel about abortion. I do it in men's locker rooms. It's all right, guys, before I drop my trousers, how do we all feel about abortion? Because this could get hairy in here. All right, that's enough. What? And it's funny what he's saying in the initial letter. I said, uh, Who? Christian Muzzy. All right. I don't want to pay for something I created. <laughs> well, I don't care about that so much. He just wants he wants control of a situation he doesn't have control of. You're part of that game. He he's basically being like you. I'm not paying for this. That's basically, he just, it isn't even about what he created. You know how much that's going to cost? Yeah, she could hit him up for, you know, you know, back pay on dinner and he'd throw the same fit. Christian Muzzy sounds a little bit like his middle name should be uh, Jew. Oh, you hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? Ready, 
Holmberg's Morning Sickness. <laughs> Christian Jew Muzzy. That's the best name I've ever heard in my life. I'm Christian Jew Muzzy. <laughs> You're all over the road, man. Anyway, so thanks for the email. I'm, I'm hopeful I helped. Certain instances where you have to sit back, well, it isn't fair. That isn't how it should be. Well, that's how it is. So it's the same thing as, you know, drugs. I always just say that to potheads. People getting arrested for weed and it's stupid. I'm like, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. doesn't really matter. That's what it is. So if you've got a pound of weed in your car and you get arrested, your screams of this shouldn't be illegal don't matter. It is. And you knew that. Well, this guy said it should Reiner. be like... This guy says it should right. be like Chappelle says. If a woman wants to keep it, we should have the option not to pay for it. My money, my choice. <laughs> right. I agree with that. It makes you a dick, but <laughs> we're dicks. Yeah, Brittany Griner. Oh, this is terrible. I can't believe these strict drug laws in Russia. They're they're great. Well, they are what they are. You knew that going in, right? Yes, we knew it, but it shouldn't be. Well, also shouldn't have been that you had vape pens full of weed in Russia, knowing that's how they punish you. You're right. It's strict. It's overboard. It's nuts. It's silly. But it is what it is. And when you break that rule, you know, they have laws in Saudi Arabia and stuff about what you can cover and what you can do if you're a lady. And if you go ahead and break those laws, you pay the price. Currently, getting a woman pregnant isn't a law, but it is kind of in their court. And you're not taking them. You're not going to get a lawyer to take your side to go, I'm to demand an abortion. <laughs> That's not the way it works. Good luck to you, Christian Muzzy. I'm proud of you for even asking. I'm proud of you for wandering around the earth with that name. It's great. There's nothing more important than knowing a credit score. But right up there is knowing how they feel about abortion. And it better align with you. Especially if she's a skank and you're a pig. Because you're probably going to do something dumb. Your uh, philosophy on dating. Yeah, credit scores. And what we've been saying about the credit score for years. Years. It's uh, starting to kick in. I, I don't know what's going on. It seems there was like a, uh, the dating.com did a survey, and now, I mean, it's really changed. For the good. I just uh, get yelled at for this, too. All my old logic is now coming to, it's all happening. 45% of the respondents in their survey reported that they plan to ask about personal finances on the first date. Goddamn right. No. Yes. No. First Not, date. No. Why? I'm trying to get in there. I don't care. I'm not. You don't want to knock up if some I'm looking for some relationship. No, no I'm not going to, obviously. Okay, Christian Muzzy. <laughs> yeah, look, Dr. Muzzy. Lynn has when, got me taken care of. When 450 uses her burner phone to call you to say you owe her money, she's not letting I'm you pregnant. off the hook forever. And now you got 18 years of you-know-whose no. wife calling going, can I borrow five bucks? Nah, she's so dumb she ain't going to know my real name. What difference is it make? What are you talking about? There you I'm go. not taking her to All my right. house. Right. Are you kidding me? I got rules. I'm going to that one-bedroom right. apartment on 43rd right. and Indian Caveat then. He's right. If you're not going to ask about uh, right. credit score, no phone number, no right. address, no real name. Now, if you're looking for a relationship, right. I yeah. agree 100%. Yeah. That's right. what this is about. Okay, all right. Uh, Brett. Brett's immediate fooler and, and tag it. fooler yeah. and, and, and drop her off on the street corner. Sure, I suppose in That's Brett's That's why world. I like the homeless. I never 30, give him my real name, my phone number. at the bar. Hey, look. You ready for this No. One? 50% said they would end their relationship after finding out their partner's 401k contributions are unsatisfactory. Their contributions or their total their end Their contributions. Result? See, now there's where you, got, That's you, a you start messing around with people like, how much yeah. do you have? Now you start looking like you want a piece of it. Because once you, I'll tell you this, once you, because I've, I've had, I've had nothing 
and I've had something. And something starts to be, you start getting, it's just natural to start getting skeptical that somebody's after your stuff. Here's the. All new people in your life want something. I get a call from a friend from 15 years ago, just the other day. And my first thought was, what do you want? I was happy to hear from him, but there was something in the end of this that was like, you're going to ask me for money. And he did. Like, you can almost sense it. Like, I haven't talked to him in a long time. Oh, it's great to talk to you. Is everything going good? Yeah, I've not seen you. Doing great. And I've been, you know, this. I'm starting this new thing. I just wanted to know. I'm like, no. No, thank you. You're 53 years old and you're starting a new project. Uh, you've never been successful. Maybe you'll hit one out of the yard here at 53, but the die is cast, in my opinion. You're not getting any money from me. And it was weird. So, yeah. I, I, and that's me. That's me being real. Because back in the. When you when you're broke, that makes sense. Like you'd say, "Oh, this guy's got to get rich. He can turn two thousand into twenty thousand in a month." There's a bunch of those guys, and they those people usually tend to be those people forever. Very rarely does the dude that says, "I can take your eight hundred bucks, make it eight thousand in three weeks. Give me a chance." You'll run into them fifteen years later, and that's just growth and life experience. Another, another, and they're still doing that crap. Another opportunity happens again. Yeah, fifteen years later, like dude, if you give me, I got a mushroom farm. And this is going to take over, like these hallucinogenics. So you give me 500 bucks, I'll turn it into 50000 I'm like, you told me the same thing in 1994. 45% said they'd feel comfortable asking about credit scores Absolutely. with a new partner within the first three months of dating. Three months? Uh, it, look, if you're like Brett and you're at a bar at 1.30, there's no reason to even get to know each other. I'm right. with you on that. Yes. But if you ask a girl, hey, you want to go grab something to eat and have a night out, you're asking for credit score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want, if I see I hopes wanna, of it maybe going beyond, I want to see that, what's going yes. on. How, what, what's, how much debt are you in, and what's your credit score? These are people looking for relationships again. Right. This one gets forty-seven percent reported. They would like to align on financial goals with a new partner before the relationship becomes serious. Meaning that we have the, we have the same exact ideas. I think so. Not that we're not joining money. No. Right. But you're like, what? Well, how do you know? How would you like to live your life? What kind of lifestyle do you yeah. want to live? No, I think that's reasonable. That's good because yeah. you're both uh, driven or you're both not. Yeah. And that's still a lot. Right. Two people have to have the same understanding that I may be the ambitious one and this person isn't. And I'm okay with that because she's got great cans. Or right. I would like to be here in five years. Um, um, well, I still want to be in a band. And, <laughs> right. Uh, and that's women have to aligning. understand. Women don't like that. A man will take a woman that goes, I just want to be a teacher. That's my passion. I don't really care about having a... And I'm like, I'm a money guy. But you know what? That makes sense to me. We'll go together. A woman says, I want money, and looks at a guy that says, oh, would I want to be an art teacher in an elementary school? She's leaving. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98 Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I would I would venture to guess that most women now today won't give you much of a second chance if you don't have a key fob that opens your car door. <laughs> it's actually a, never thought of that. I, I would assume if they see you fumbling around trying to get the car open with keys, you ain't you're gone. There's no way like if you don't have buttons or like an, your phone doesn't control that. If you have a flip phone, she ain't sticking around. You're in real trouble if on your first date you have to put the crank in in front of the car. And start <laughs> well, then you're a then you're a, you got a museum piece. You might have millions. <laughs> but if it's a you know if it's an '88 Astra, 
and you still have to crank it with a towel and like, all right, if I just pull this fast and start it like a lawnmower. Yeah, I would venture to guess that most women see you with a flip phone. And I, most guys, too. If you see a girl with a car that unlocks with keys or she's got a flip phone, she's a 420 score. Not a 420 fun score, either. Not like a weedy. Like her credit score and her favorite number is 420. You got yourself an unambitious pothead that's happy driving around in that Yugo or whatever. She's, she's got a Suzuki Samurai. She's like, everything, I don't care, and find something. She's just waiting for somebody to, she's got the Prince Charming thing. You're just going to pay for everything someday. Still has her class of 95 thing hanging off the rear. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Class of 95, that's sad. <laughs> if you're still celebrating your high school graduation 30 years later. Yeah, go hang yourself. Things were better then. The Suzuki was new. I felt good. Three marriages ago. 400 credit points. Is- oh, boy. Yeah, find out their credit score. That's been a theory of mine from jump. Always know that men and women know that you got somebody that's paying, at the very least, paying their bills. It shows that they've had responsibility. That's it. Because I guarantee you, somebody with a five to 600 credit score might seem like they've got it turned around. But the second you let your guard down, something's coming up. You know, I. Haven't paid taxes for seven years. Oh Christ! That's coming. You got the taxes. You got some sort of a bill that it comes due later. You owe somebody on the side a bunch of money that doesn't count towards a credit score. Anybody in the five hundreds, right off the bat, there's there's something coming around the corner later. And what if she's still making payments on her cans? But she's still got a terrible credit score. No, but a good credit score. Oh, good credit score. Ten years ago, she can have debt. (laughs) Oh yeah, if they're ten years old and she's still throwing eleven bucks a month down, she's ready for the lift already. Right? Yeah, (laughs) these these have to be replaced, and you still haven't paid for the first ones. That's like a girl who's got an eight-year lease on a car. At least it. Oh God, how much? Three eighty-five a month. That's not terrible. How long? Ten years. Oh, for Christ's sake. Sign Manny Machado to 10 years, let alone a car. Yeah, if she's paying for her own boobs, but her credit score is good, mm-hmm. well, that's great. Okay. She's allowed debt. All right, so that's where I was kind of Yeah, she's that, allowed yeah. debt. It can't be astronomical. It can't be more than she makes. If that's the first question. the minimum yeah. on the debt. Right. If the first like, question is because, like well. Two years. But even still, if you've got, you know, good credit, it means that you've got room in your like you're not maxed out because once you hit that max then your credit score starts to drop too it's like all you do is pay minimums and your debt is humongous and what you're bringing in ain't working so then you're she's not going to have a good credit score she's a minimum payer or he if he's still paying for his hair plugs you know and he's a 580 you got no this guy's no good yeah keep an eye on flip phones key fobs that's a big one. I never thought about the fob thing. That's good. If you've met a girl right now and she's like, hang on a second. And she's drilling this thing into the side of her car. Like, what are you doing? Why are you poking holes in your car? Gotta get in. Oh, God. What year is this thing? 97, Taurus. Christ, run! <laughs> it's not even one of the good Tauruses. It's not the fast one. Yeah. And it's not well taken yeah. care of. Anyway. Life lessons. I've been teaching that one for a long time, but Dave Ramsey can suck it. I've been doing that one for 20 years on this show. Get your credit score. But his deal is bailing those people out. Right. My deal is ignoring them forever. <laughs> don't don't get in that situation. Right. My deal is, well, you're in it now. That's not yeah. my problem. Bye now. 
Because all you're yeah. going to do is ask me for money. You're a, you're a friend that uh, goes for loans. Oh, I've had real good friends that make movies and ask for money. And I'm like, you're 48 years old and you're, I'm going to make this movie. I'm like, I don't mind dime you're not. You know, and I'm, I'm rooting for you. I hope it goes great, but I'm not going to be the idiot that jumps in on this because basically it's a passion project. You're not sure. getting anything out of it. I'm not supporting your passion. That's your job. You figure that out. I'm not financing your dream. I better have some ROI on that. Kind of guaranteed for a friend's investment. I've done business deals that have gone south. Pandemic kicked my ass. I had two businesses I got involved in, and both of them went, you know, they're still around, but they went in the crapper. We had a jump and then a die. And that happens. But it didn't break me. And also, I didn't ask for anybody else's money to do it. That's dangerous. You had your restaurant. You asked, you know, you had people buying shares under the understanding, hey, this isn't it's a investment. This isn't a comeback. This is an investment. Investments happen. Loans are different. Yeah, people asking you for money are. Oof, that's a tough one. And I've had Toledo do it, begging me. Good thing I didn't either. Just that lady. And my one complaint, he asked me, he said, you know, my, my wife and I at the time, and he asked me for that. And I'm like, what happens if you guys split up? Well, that's not going to happen. Like four months later, they were divorced. <laughs> She'd owed me a ton of money. I had never gotten that back. And I'd have been looking at him going, you deadbeat. And I, I wanted to kick him in the face. He understood. It was the right thing to do. It was a fun day, though, having Toledo beg me for cash. He's like, Tough. I don't want to do this. Eh, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Easy for me to go. Okay. No. <laughs> You're not going to bail me out? I can't. Because it wouldn't have been him. He was fine. It was his child and his family. I'm like, I'm not interested in that. That's your problem. <laughs> you should go to court with Christian Muzzy and try, yeah, to, get Muzzy. This thing, try to get this thing eradicated. Holmberg's morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. 98. Can you be 